All right, here's a tap. And it's piled felt. So that'll be zero now. About 30 metres out. Played back to Robson. And Gav Cooper. And he'll take the tackle. I reckon he's finding his metres a bit hard, not running off Jonathan Thurston. Coops. Maguire. Oh, <laughs> I think he openly acknowledges how, what, a wonderful, <laughs> what a wonderful time he had with him, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Taumalolo will play at 10, his own side of the halfway line. You would have made a break running off Thurston. Mate, how do you, you know I didn't make several at the Waterloo Waratahs? No. Here's uh, Maguire. Played back now to Robson. Gets it away to Clifford. Inside it comes back now to Tabuai Fado. Fado will play at 15 metres. Uh, inside Penrith's end of the field. Played back now to Robson. He goes across to Assey. Assey gets it away to Masters. Please hang on to it, Essan. He's coming across field. He's going backwards. He's going forwards. And he's going to be pulled down 30 metres out. From. Last tackle. Now Robson's kick. Oh, dear, oh, dear. He may as well have given it to Josh Mansour on the last tackle, Brownie, with two and a half to go. They, they either needed the ball back or they needed a try. That was the, that was the last kick they needed. Yeah, that... that, that. Do you know what? I think Masters, it looked like a poor run, but he got himself back in the middle where he had both sides to kick from. They needed an attacking kick. That was, he'd like to have it over again. Let's yeah, say. he would, yeah. And, okay. again, and again, to defend young Robson, he's a young player. He's played, what, 30 odd, 20 odd first grade games. He hasn't played much. And games like this, close games where they get it wrong, that helps them get it right down the track. Yep. All right. Yo has it now. And there's two minutes left in this game. Panthers 16, Cowboys 10. It's a fifth tackle. It's with Luai, who runs it on the fifth for kick out. And kick out of Burns. He had Mansour outside him. He steps back in field. He got it at Taumau. Taumau knocked it on. Referee says, no, he didn't. They kick it through. And ricochets off the post. And O'Neill stays in the field to play. Not Julian, but Justin. He's going to be a player. Burns, isn't he? I know he's playing out of position, but he's going to be some sort of player. Kabui Fado will play at 10 metres out. Back row. Back, edge back row, yeah. Cowboys' last chance with a minute and 20 to go. They trail 16-10. Let's quickly go down to the sideline. Brent Reid. Well, last throw of the dice. Billy Burns, uh, your man Sully had a red hot go at him at the Warriors, didn't he? he Brownie, yeah, a, a he, year ago. He did, mate. He had a real good go at him. And, uh, his best mate's Wade Egan, I think. So I think they half fancied themselves. But unfortunately for the Warriors, he decided to stay and re-sign with the Panthers. Our uh, Cowboys short side. Clifford gets it away to Masters. Masters takes the tackle. Uh, 55 seconds left in this game and last tackle Cowboys. Here's where you need the miracle. Touches a, a, a Penrith player. Coruscant has it. That'll be the ball game, I would say. 45 to go. Panthers 16, Cowboys 10. Yeah, but well, that's the pressure, isn't it? A minute to go in the game. You know, their last kick, the pressure. Penrith just rolled down. They had to come off their try line. Couldn't get out. Good defensive set. You know, you put in a bit of a kick in hope, and it and, didn't come off. And, boys, congratulations to the Panthers. He'll take the competition lead, having yeah. only lost the one game, the one draw. What a season it's been. And I think Ivan Clear, Penrith haven't been at their best. They played some decent footy in the first half. Cowboys were managed to, managed to keep them out and then draw level. And in the second half, they started well. They've been very scrappy the last 20 minutes, Penrith, but they've won the game. So I think Ivan will be very, there very he's going to score there. Just to put the icing on the cake, sorry to interrupt you, Brownie, but Nathan Cleary cut through just two very tight Cowboys defenders. Nathan Cleary scores. The full-time siren goes in the background, and the Panthers lead the Cowboys 20 points to 10, and a kick to still come on the Triple M Mitsubishi Triton scoreboard. He just got between Assey and, I think, Maguire, two blokes yeah. who played so well today. Yeah, like they're playing it. 
Do you know what I think? They think that he's just going to roll down the clock and put a little kick in it. Little Lassie, he takes, he takes a dummy. You can see the disappointment of his face. And as Brownie alluded to before, you know, like they're just getting experience and it's tough getting experience on the run when you lose them, but well, mate, they're getting experience well, and they're what, going to be better for it. Now what you're seeing from the Cowboys seeing these younger players out there today competing against a very good Panthers, so what you're seeing is, is that the future for the Cowboys is bright when these players get some experience and you put a cup on, you put some good players out there, they keep McLean, if they can keep McLean on the field and keep uh, Valentine Holmes on the field and you know, one or two of these blokes develop, Michael Morgan comes back playing and the Cowboys' future's bright for them. So it's a win for the Panthers today and uh, they're getting a bit of a standing ovation there from some of the people up in that corporate area. It's a great corporate facility they've got there, Gordy, up there in the Chairman's Club at Panthers. Lovely uh, meals they serve up there. Have you been in there? You haven't given us Reese's story yet. Oh, I'll have second. to give you that one off-air. Off-air, oh, gotcha. Here's, oh, a, off-air. here's an off-air story. Yeah, well, he... He's got one. He had this old coach, right? And you know, in the middle of winter, you get the chap lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you get that. all the chap lips, you know, from licking your lips. <laughs> and he said, "Go over there, son." And he goes, "Make my lips are that sore. I couldn't call out all the plays." So I said, "Go over there. See that bit of dog poo." He goes, "Just put your finger in and rub it around <laughs> your lips." And Royce said, "How's that going to help me, old Keith?" He goes, "Well, listen. It's not going to make your lips better, but it's going to stop you from licking them." <laughs> But Tommy Radonik is his best one, one of his dudes. One sec, Brownie. I'll just come back with his kick. There's <laughs> Cleary. And he adds the extras. Well, I think Rookie Panthers... tells it better than me. He's such a great story. Panthers 22, Cowboys 10. Tommy Radonik tells, tells how many. He went home one night. He bit on the sauce. And he's got this bird's, this bird's phone. Bird, bird's, he had this name of this bird in his pocket and uh, had the, the name in, in the pocket. It's back in the old day. And he only had the, the old home phone. He had no mobile. So he's got a name. The missus pulls it out the, the next day and says, Who's, what's this bloody blah, blah, blah? And, and uh, Tommy said, oh, it's a, it's a horse. It's a tip, tip for the horses later on. And Tommy's gone out to get a bacon egg roll. He come home and the, all his clothes are on the front yard. He said, his missus said, that horse just rang, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> My man of the match, too, is James Fisher-Harris. All right. What about you, Gordy? Yeah, it's hard to go by either him or Cleary. He or Cleary. All right. Uh, Panthers lead the competition on 17. Parramatta and Storm on 16. Then there's a break of three back to 13. So the top four at the moment is Panthers and then Parramatta, Storm, and the, uh, was it the Knights there? The letter's just gone down. I'll get that back up for you shortly. Uh, 22 points to 10. We might just see if we can get, if any interviews come to hand. And I might uh, just get our producer, Burmos, if you can get the ladder up, mate. We'll have a look at it while we're, while we're waiting. And uh, Penrith, uh, 22, Cowboys, 10. Good game. Very encouraging game for the Cowboys, though, Brownie. Very, very encouraging, mate. And it's encouraging for both sides because Penrith, you know, have snuck away with the win in a game where if they weren't probably going as well or weren't as developed as far as they are, would have been a game last year, the year before they may have lost. Now they're showing probably why they are in the top part of the competition. All of their players have got a lot more experience now. They've been exposed to some semi-final football a few years ago, two years in a row under hook, though. Anthony Griffin, they made the playoffs. Last year, they had a real tough start, and there's obviously a bit of instability going on in the club. They finished the year quite well, but a lot of their younger players now, you know, they've been in first grade now for three, four, five years, and it's starting to show in the, in the crucial stages. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk more about this game and some of the other games over the weekend. Full-time Penrith 22, Cowboys 10 as Triple M rocks the footy. The Triple M NRL Play of the Day. 
Tabui Fado. He goes out to the left. Where? Oh, he's away. Tabui Fado. He gets rid of Edwards. He's only got to beat Luai. And he dives Where? over. What a try. Tabui Fado for the Cowboys. What about that? Kareem Hotwater. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. Panthers have defeated the Cowboys 22 points to 10. A good game. I've had a couple of good games to call over the last few days, which has been wonderful. Nathan Brown with me now. We'll have a quick look at this ladder, uh, which now sees the Panthers lead the competition outright. They've only lost the one game all year, as we pointed out early, earlier, and they've had the draw. So they lead the ladder right now. We'll just have a quick look at the ladder before we go any further. Panthers, then Parramatta, Storm, Knights into the top four. Uh, Roosters, Raiders, West Tigers and Rabbitohs rounding out the uh, top eight. Tigers at seventh, Rabbitohs at eight. Uh, of those of those top four teams, Panthers, Eels, Storm, Knights, Roosters, can all those teams, Brownie, are they all capable of winning a premiership? Um, the, hard, the hardest gauge for some of them is, is if they haven't played, been exposed to much big game footy. You know? right. That's the, so you, know, you generally think that they need the experience. So if you look at the Panthers, I made the point before, the Panthers, you know, obviously a long time ago when Gus first got there, Ivan came in, the club was in a not such a good state. They, over the period of time, got a lot of players, brought some young ones in, and then Ivan went, Hook come in and then continued the club, take the club forward. They made the playoffs two years in a row. And then Ivan's come back now, and Ivan's probably back now at probably the perfect time. If you were the if you want to coach your Panthers in the last sort of 15 years, this year's the time to get it. The younger ones of, you know, if you look at, if you want to use Tyrone May for an example, um, Fisher Harris, the kick owls, these types of blokes, you know, they've played semi-final football now on a number of occasions. Mm. Um, and then you add a Appy Coruscant, a grand final win in, a grand final yeah. winning hooker. He's mm. won a comp happy. So, again, and he's been exposed to finals football at, at, at Manly. Um, Nathan Cleary's now won an Origin Series. So all the signs are there that, you know, that Penrith have got the the needed experience, I suppose. The, the big question will come is when the blowtorch is put to in those in those situations. What, what we do know is we know that Melbourne Storm, when the blowtorch is put to them, yeah. can deliver. We know the Roosters, when the blowtorch is put to them, can deliver. So, you know, the the things for the Eels, the Knights, the Panthers, these type of sides is is when they're in these situations, do they need another year's experience or two years' experience before they're ready or are they going to be ready now? We know the Raiders, if they get there, they've started to prove last year what a team they are, you know. South Sydney, you know, we're thinking, you know, they might be a forward or two short this year. I think their window's going to open again next year, South Sydney. So, you know, there's, there's still a lot of questions to be answered, but... At the moment, if you put yourself in the top four, you've got to consider yourself some sort of chance. I do believe the comp this year is far weaker than the competition last year. What about this Parramatta side? Uh, has your opinion changed since last night? Um, no, I, I, I thought last week what I saw when the Eels got the win uh, against the Knights, I saw what we saw there for me was is that Dylan Brown... I think in the next, you know, the next sort of, he gets another 60-odd games. I mean, he's one of our premier players in the game. But at the moment, Dylan Brown needs Mitchell Moses. I don't think the Eels can expect Dylan Brown to do what's required if Mitchell Moses is not there. And this is where injuries can really derail mm. the club season. There's no way in the world the Eels will be winning the grand final if Mitchell Moses is not playing. They won't make it because Dylan Brown's not experienced enough yet to run the team and come up with the right plays at the right time. So I, I, I'm not 
prepared to say the Eels just because they had a loss last night. I think when Mitchell Moses comes back, they're going to be a top four team. And again, how are they going to go when they get into the big games against the big clubs? That's something they haven't. You know, last year they got an opportunity against Melbourne Storm and had 50 put on them. You know, big big club who knows how to perform. Uh, if they were come up against the Roosters in a grand final qualifier, how are they going to go? We don't know until they get there because, you know, as I keep making the point about big games about experience and getting experience, and, you know, Mitchell Moses and these blokes have not been exposed to a lot of big game experience because the club hasn't been there very much lately. And just in the final one I wanted to ask you about, the Broncos, obviously nothing has not been said about the awful performance, the awful situation they're in since we returned from COVID. But now we hear today via Peter Bedell and Buzz Rothfield that um, Anthony Seabold has got to win five of his final 10 games. As an NRL coach, as a former NRL coach and a bloke who will be again, what do you think they are saying to Anthony Seabold? Is there more to that than we read into it? Uh, look, I'm not sure because I'm not privy to the information, but if that's what they have said, if you if you if you look at uh, the Dragons, Paul McGregor, they held an emergency board meeting, whatever it was, mm. ages ago. Um, there was no time frames, no game wins or losses put on it, and we're supporting the coach. So out they go. There's no media can put big headlines about this or that because there was nothing really given. If you look at North Queensland, for example, apparently Paul Green's been under some pressure. We haven't read about Cowboys talking to other coaches. We haven't read about the Cowboys, any time frames on Paul Green. It's just been all systems go. At the moment, we're supporting the coach. Mm. On the other hand, you've got the Broncos now who have come out and put this time frame on or a, or a, an amount of time where we're going to make a judgment call. Them. So what the media do now, is, which is their job, is they just go ticking the week off for the week off for the week off, don't they? And when it's one loss, well, he's got four losses to go. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. and you know, so I, you know, I, I think Brisbane, you know, the Brisbane management, which is such a huge club, you know, if that's what they have done, they could probably – you know, maybe have their time again and not really put that out there, you know, if that's what they decided they wanted to do, maybe keep it a little, a, a little bit more in-house because um, it certainly it doesn't, it doesn't look good. You know, earlier in the year when the pressure was on Sieves, you know, it was quite clear that it seemed like there was no wilting and then all of a sudden there was things coming out about the contract being watertight and the contract having different clauses and then you get everyone's getting mixed measures where I, I don't believe that anything should ever be mentioned about the contract. It should be we're just supporting the coach and that's it. But once you start putting time frames and contract clauses out there out of the media, the blokes in the media just go to town on it, yeah. don't they? So it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good at the moment up there anyway. All right, Brownie, good to catch up with you, mate. We'll see you next week uh, here on Triple M NRL. <laughs> Okay, there it is. Uh, a good win for the Panthers today. 22 points to 10. Having said that, a good entertaining game. Panthers now lead the competition and we'll let you go with the highlights from today's game as Triple M rocks the footy. Plays back to Coruscant again. Then over to Nathan Cleary from 10 out. He kicks out. Crichton bats it back. Luai, he must score. And he does. Well, the Panthers, it only took them four minutes and 40 seconds. And Jerome Luai goes over. And they come up toward the halfway line. Now Coruscant again goes to Luai. And then it comes out to Crichton. Crichton gets a pass away to Mansour. He steps back in and he's taken by Clifford. Oh, they're white hot at the moment, the Panthers. Tabui for Doe. He goes out to the left. Oh, he's away. Tabui for Doe. He gets rid of Edwards. He's only got to beat Luai. And he dives over. 
What a cry! Tabuli Badeau for the Cowboys. What about that? Now they go to the right. It comes out to Clifford, who almost gets through. Passes it back to Maguire. Back to the centre, Cooper. And now it comes out now to Assi. He goes right through and scores a beautiful Cowboys try. Getting up the player back is May to Coruscant. And Cleary, he kicks, he kicks. It's in the in goal. He just needs the bounce. He doesn't get it, but he bats it back in. Well, so close. Coruscant's there, gets it away to Nathan Cleary. Cleary comes to the centre and gets it away to Edwards. Edwards gets it away to Billy Burns. He gets it out to Nathan. And a beautiful try for Penrith. One side to the other. Now it's with Dylan Edwards again. Goes out to the left. Gets it away to Luai. He's called one back inside. He's gone right through Luai. And then he tries to find his winger. And he does too. Mansour for the corner. They hold him up. Oh, Cowboys. Spirited defence. Coruscant goes to Luai. Luai to May. May. He gets it to Crichton. They must score. And he brings it round and puts it right out of the post. Now, it comes back across to Clifford. Clifford kicks. The chase is good. Hess is there. Cleary has it. Cleary will get caught. No, he won't. Oh, brilliant play. Nathan Cleary, boys, to get back into the field of play. Cleary's going to score there just to put the icing on the cake. Nathan Cleary cut through. Just two very tight Cowboys defenders. Nathan Cleary scores. The full-time siren goes in the background. Panthers 22, Cowboys 10. Hot water. Triple M rocks footy.